Where are we at? <laughs> We're everywhere. <laughs> Perfect. Slapped. I mean, um, clapped. Clapped those cheeks. That's our new thing. <laughs> We're so happy about it. <laughs> okay, guys. Welcome back to each other's mothers. Uh, last episode, we were music sluts. This episode, we're mixing it up a little bit. We have Elena fucking Bamfield with us. Hell yes. So Woo! excited. <laughs> and then we, yes. And then we have Carolyn Paul living in the computer yet again. Connor Mead is up north with Bahama John. So she is not with us today. She's no longer with us. Uh, we, of course, have Ellen with us doing all the sound checking and mm. all of the pizza eating. We yeah. love you. <laughs> Thank you for later. making this work. Yes. I'm still a vegan. Still a vegan. Yes. Yeah, still a vegan, everybody. Vegan. Don't. You don't that's not your business oh, yeah. if I ate cheese. It's okay? none of your fucking business. <laughs> so. uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, Carolyn, where are you again? Connecticut still or where are you at? I'm in Utica, New York, baby. Hey. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what that means like, either. Middle of fucking nowhere, weird industrial town, New York. What are you but, doing? What are you doing out there? Um. So, well, I'm just spending the night in a hotel with my sister. Uh, she's moving back to Michigan from Sexy. Rhode Island, and I'm helping her. So we're like one third of the way through the drive, and stopped for the night so the baby can sleep. Nice. You, you're a good person. Yeah. <laughs> I would have threw the baby like out. Like a holy person. shit. <laughs> there would have been and an abortion like, a long time a ago. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. am awful. Uh, okay, very quick, I just want to tell everybody who Elena is. If you do not know, she is a stand-up comedian based out of Lansing, Michigan. She is very funny. She is also a podcaster. Let, what, what's your podcast all about, my friend? Uh, well, my podcast is called Leave Me Alone because a. it's the perfect name for a podcast when somebody asks you what your podcast name is and you say leave me alone uh not a lot of people listen to your podcast um right but it's basically i don't know how to explain it it's pretty much it's a solo podcast um and when i can get people on i have them on uh but i i describe it as um it's just me speaking pretty matter-of-factly on sometimes heavy topics so yes we love it we love to see it connor and i were guests on it once and we had a blast uh, you've got some hella awesome equipment, so good for you, friend. Thank you. And it's a great <laughs> pod, man. If you're if you're uh, not already listening, you should be. So uh, yeah, don't leave her alone. Yeah, don't leave her alone. Don't leave her alone. Don't let her be matter of factually. How about that? Uh, well, we're stoked to have you, dude. I mean, what do you? What, how you doing? What's going I'm on? I'm doing. I'm doing all right. I'm starting to sign up for for comedy again, which hey. is. It's fun, um, but it's all—it's also scary because it feels like you put in like all the time to like sign up for the mics and shit, and then it could all just be like taken away again. I'm also uh, starting to run. We're trying to get Ellison up and running again. Yes. Um, so it's an open mic that I run out of East Lansing. Recently, I've ran it once. Uh, then the pandemic ruined it. But right. they want us back. They have a new location in Rio Town, and cool. apparently there's like some sort of room. Um, in the building that has like a stage and stuff so we could do okay. comedy there uh so that's just 
just trying to get that off the ground again because I had four shows in 2020 that I had to cancel. Mm-hmm. So I've got you know, four lineups of fucking people that, okay. <laughs> you know, that I should probably wow. try and get on first. So I'm yeah. just stressing about like planning it and just not knowing what the rest of the world is going to do as far as like shutting down bars and everything. Shit. So just stressing. Yeah, I've been fucking yeah. stressing and smoking weed. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> And we all, you know, have this in common where we really were bummed about the bar shutting down because we're not at club level yet. I mean, you know, we're on our way. Well, (laughs) come on now. You're putting in the work and that's what matters. Uh, But yeah, we all have that in common. So there were a couple comics who would like talk shit online. Like if you're waiting for the bars to open up for you to do comedy, then blah, blah, blah. Like not not saying that we're not comics, but yeah, with their tone. You know what they mean. like oh, fuck if you. you don't have the means you, to do what i'm can you doing imagine, can you imagine working super hard to get to a club level and then shitting on comics who do bars no like <laughs> no actually right, right. So. right. clubs are dying anyways right? i hope nobody comes to your who show knows? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i hope you get no audience yeah, yeah but also like you're making yeah. a facebook post about it so like how right. cool are you like, uh-huh. it's get on tiktok complain. yeah, yeah. Huh. fucking complain on facebook? tiktok like, right like a cool I, kid i didn't realize that you were born in a comedy club you fucking asshole okay boomer. just born on right. stage Literally. okay boomer, okay, boomer. <laughs> oh we have the perfect candidate to say that the entire episode because you are like are you gen z i'm a cusp baby i was born you're, in 96 you're a cusp baby i'm a little cusper so how exciting i recently parted my hair in the middle hey. um, thinking about switching it back though because i did develop a giant zit right here that will not Ooh, go away right in the middle yeah right it's, in the middle it's you're the- young enough to pull off the middle part i tried it the other day i was like okay fine if this is what we're doing i'll part it in the middle no not, <laughs> not a good look shut it Too down will shave my head yeah that's the next step i will be shaving right. my fucking that's the most head. gen z thing you could do that's also true is to shave Fuck. your head I've been thinking about cutting my hair short, but I... Oh, my God. Millennials invented oh, shaving shit. your head. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. That's such a millennial thing to say. <laughs> no, we invented it. It's our right? thing. No. We came up with it first. <laughs> yes, we absolutely did. Yeah. Um, no, but, but side parts... I'm sorry for cutting off, but side no, you're parts... Fine. Go ahead. Side parts for Gen Z are the, like, blue eyeshadow of our generation. Like, they're going to look back in, like, 10 years and be like, why the fuck did we do that? Yeah. You know? Because everyone's like... Middle schools okay, are like skipping this weird this to phase. Me, though, because I don't, I don't understand how though. Because it's just hair, and there's only like seven ways to really part it. Like, how can a side part be the blue eye shadow? Right. I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, there's only several ways to wear your hair, and it's gonna come back around again. Why are we talking about this? You want to know what I'm gonna yes. start doing? Do you know what I mean? Zigzag part. Oh my god! Do you remember? My mom used to part my hair in a fucking zigzag. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why? Yeah. For funsies. I used to do that shit. I feel like I have done that as an adult one time. I feel like it'd be too. cute if you like zigzag parted it and did like a like a tighter hairstyle, like pulling it down, you know, so it like exposed it. But just right. leaving it like that, I'm like, it looks like a bedhead all the time. Like, yeah, I had straight across bangs and a zigzag part. Right. Fuck. <laughs> I want. I do want to say that that zit is like the clit of your hairline. So it is. We're respecting it. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank when, you, you. when you touch it, do you feel like tingly <laughs> or a little bit? It may, I get like this weird OCD thing where I just want to scratch off the scab so fucking bad, <laughs> but I don't want to bleed on your equipment. That. That's all right. Yeah, I'm free we bleeding bleed on right it every day. I'm, saying I'm free bleeding right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, put you know where to put the mic. <laughs> Who needs a pad when you have a foam? 
mic foam thing. Whatever yeah, we got some are. extra ones in here. Yeah, you there got you a go. diva cup in there. <laughs> <laughs> the new microfoam foam cover is the new diva cup. Here we go. Sponsor us. <laughs> Sponsor us as we keep creating things <laughs> that need to be sponsored. Believe it or not. What I have take... is like a really, what I have this week is a really fun, um, stress induced, like sore on the corner of my mouth. Jesus Christ. That looks I, like, painful. Your mouth shit. It's the worst. I mean, my skin is being very dramatic it right is. now, but not it's to like, that it's level. It's not a zit. It's not anything. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, uh, it sucks. I, I get it, it too, but it's just herpes. I hate it. So. Why <laughs> it's away? just herpes. It's just herpes. Super cash. Sure. Super cash. Sure. No, but it's though, that shit on, on the corners of your mouth is terrible, it. though, because it, it gets worse not every time you open it. It's enough to have herpes, unfortunately. <laughs> I, yes. I like, right. And you forget you haven't talked and then you try to talk some shit and you're like ah! yes <laughs> exactly exactly um damn okay well now that we've covered herpes we're gonna move yeah. on to uh <laughs> <laughs> no i am i do have some questions for you elena though i want to learn a little bit more about like because i don't think we ever really covered why you started doing stand-up okay interesting um so i wasn't like a kid that was like for my, I wasn't, like, my whole life going, like, I want to be a stand-up comedian, you right. know, or anything like that. Like, And, like, we didn't really have a lot of, like, comedy in the house, really. Like, m- my dad was super into, like, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour. And, like, Larry ah. the Cable Guy was, like, yes. the extent of it. And then, like, late night, I would stay up and watch, like, Whose Line Is It Anyway? So, like, mm-hmm. I had a little bit of comedy influence growing up. But, like, I mean, being but, like, funny was a survival really. tactic, for sure, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, in yeah. my household growing up. Like, b- if, sure. if dad's laughing, he's not screaming BS. so whatever yeah, yeah. I get it. uh but basically um i was pretty complacent with life <laughs> for most of my life i was straight up just like yeah this is whatever i was in a relationship i've been dating him for like four years i was like well yeah we'll we'll get married we'll have kids like that and then i'll just work at this insurance job until i fucking die and then i started listening to ironically enough the joe rogan podcast oh um, god i started listening to the joe rogan podcast because my ex was really into it of course he uh, was but um but that's how i that's how i started like falling in love with comedians because i was listening to the interviews that he did with like comedians and yeah. like specifically like um i remember uh one of the episodes he did with nikki glazier and mm. she was just talking about like her first time doing stand-up and i was like i feel like i could fucking do this and right. like I was in a weird, I was in, I don't know, not so great relationship at the time. And like at the beginning, yeah. it was like super supportive of it and everything. Uh, Still the same guy, Joe Rogan guy? It's Joe Rogan guy, yes. Okay. okay. Um, and uh, well, surprise, surprise. He didn't support a woman doing anything <laughs> free or fun. For real, for real. Because he was like, yeah, yeah, I think you'd be great. You should definitely do it. And I'd be like, okay, I'm going to go write for an hour. <laughs> And then he'd sit in front of, like, sit over my shoulder while I was, like, writing, you know, yeah. kind of, like, criticize my Ooh. shit that I was writing. Like, it was just, there. it was clear to me that I couldn't do this and, like, yeah. be in this relationship, which sounds crazy. But I'm, like, I, I ended my relationship of four and a half years so I could do stand-up comedy unapologetically, pretty much. I love that for you. And Good for you. I mean, we'll see if it works out. <laughs> like, I mean, even if it doesn't, at least you... Yeah, you're not alone. I mean, I think a lot yeah. of people... Yeah. No, absolutely. You made the right choice. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there was other issues with the relationship, but you know, that was like the big. That was like the driving force to get me out of it. It Was like getting into stand up comedy, which is also, I think, why I like cling on to it for dear life because I'm like, (laughs) because it's changed you. Yeah, it's changed me, and I'm like, I made a pretty big decision based off of this, also. So yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's kind of how I got started, and then 
uh, you know, I don't know, I think four months into comedy, I started running into you guys, and yeah. here we are. It's been a COVID year. Yeah. Which is fucking, ugh. Ugh. Yeah. I hate it. <laughs> like, if you were, like, like, if you were, like, how long have you been doing comedy later? And I was like, a year. Like, I hate that. Because it's like, I have fucking six yeah. months of stage time. Like, I, I, I don't, I don't want to see a year and have people be like, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel that. I really do. I've been, yeah, it's, it's hard. Even for me, I have to be like, see, like going on three and a half years, but it's not really, you know what I mean? Yeah, I will not say really. too, I just want to slip it in there real quickly. I know there's a lag. We're listening to you. Go ahead. You have the floor. <laughs> I say, I know there's a lag. I'm, yeah, I'm, and I'm sorry about the lag because it's totally because I'm virtual. I just want to say about Elena Bamfield. You are a comedian who I heard about for like four months straight. Everybody was like, have you met Elena? Have you met Elena? Have you met Elena? Have you seen her? And I'm like, you friended me on Facebook and we hadn't met yet. So like, I like accepted your friend request. And I was like, okay, whatever. Finally saw you on a show for the first time at a comedy rumble and you fucking killed. And I was like, oh, okay. This is why everybody's been asking me if I've seen this person. Oh, like, wow. That's so cool. You Thank came you. out like, bam so strong wow and thank you it you, really you is. came out like bamfield <laughs> like bamfield i put yeah, the bamf in bamfield that's right it really is what you do with your time because i mean i have a lot of <laughs> years on y'all but i'm not shit because i spent a lot of years being mopey and like not asking for stage time but then being like why doesn't anybody book me like yeah i have years <laughs> of experience but like it's not really because i wasn't putting in the work but meanwhile like johanna's over here three years in email and bookers every day for hours like that that does make a difference yeah so it's, it's not how long you've been doing it i mean you got your your shows running you got your podcast going in quarantine like that's all important shit like so i mean i grew up in a house where it was like if you don't ask you don't get you know exactly. what i mean like and that i've just always it's always been like that for me so like, that's how it is I don't I, know. and i was getting to a point like before the world shut down where i finally i felt like i had just restarted in comedy i was feeling good so like i can kind of relate i guess like yeah i was just getting to the point where i was comfortable asking for stuff and people were like yeah come on out yeah that's how exactly. yeah I, I i relate to you so hard on that like, because like uh just like beforehand like i God, even now like, i don't want to ask for shit because i like it's not even that I necessarily think I'm undeserving, but I just, like, don't want people to think I don't know my place. You know what I mean? Like, I was, like, applying to Max, like, a month into comedy, and I was like, what am I doing? Like, these yeah. people are going to think I'm fucking crazy, you know? I mean, and now I realize that it doesn't matter, but, like, that's Nothing how it was. matters. Yeah, the moment right. you learn, along. you moment you learn, like, you're in the middle of nowhere, Michigan, like, it doesn't fucking matter. If you're funny, get on stage. If you have solid jokes, like, if you have new material you want to try out. Like, don't wait for somebody to tell you, hey, it's okay to go on stage now. Yeah. You kind of just have to fucking do it. And it took me seven years to realize that, so. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. What, um, since you are in Yeah, this... and I think there's an easy way to, you put a few months in, and then you go to enough mics, all of a sudden you can kind of like, oh, okay, I'm way better than you, and you're getting booked at all the places. Let me go ahead and get in there. Like, I had the same thing where it was like, oh, I shouldn't be. I'm not I'm not seasoned enough yet to do X, Y, and Z mic. And then you go to the mic and you're like, this fucker gets to do this mic? Yeah. We're good. <laughs> and also these bookers probably don't feel like they're anything special either. They're probably struggling with the same insecurities. I uh, agree with that. I mean, that's how maybe, I feel yeah. now that I'm running. Like, like, like now that I'm like 
trying to like start my own show at like Ellison and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, these other people that I know that I do shows for, like have not been doing comedy for that long. Right. Like they're very funny. I respect them, but you know, but I'm just like, wow, you know, yeah. like, it really is just like get putting in the work to do it. Right. Which is exhausting. But like comedy is very much, uh, very much networking. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of desk work, my friend. This is hard when I'm feeling introverted, but yeah, but you it gets are, it out of me. If you are a young uh, female, you know, out there who is like really thinking about doing this, this is like great couple episodes that we are um, bonus tracks that we're giving you with Elena and with Asia. Like, just realize you just gotta fucking start doing it. You, you and I shouldn't say just female. Like, if you're a young comic, whatever. Gender isn't real is what Carolyn says. So uh, <laughs> just start doing it. And then if you really love it and if you really get bit by the bug, just keep doing it. Just yeah. keep fucking showing up. Well, That's it's all fun, it is. Even if you're not fucking Whitney Cummings, like you're still having a good time and you have an outlet and like people are forced to listen to you. It's more appealing <laughs> than you think it might be. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, you say you have like six minutes of material, which I think you have a little bit more. I do than have that. a little bit more. You're I'm not being here. modest, on, no. but <laughs> I don't have like like if someone was like get up and do twenty minutes, like I don't know what the fuck I'd say. I I know I have twenty minutes of material that I have written before. Right. I don't know how that twenty minutes would yeah. become a twenty minutes. Yeah. You know, like it's just so all around like all over the place and i feel like when uh -huh. i first started doing comedy i wrote a lot of like dirty sex jokes because it's fucking easy and i was mm -hmm. 23 and single for the first time in my young adult life so i was right. being a slut <laughs> like yeah, yeah. So it was easy to talk about Abby. yeah but like i like now i just have like i'm especially quarantine has forced me to write more like observational jokes about like the world around me right i'm not going to the bar and blacking out and fucking yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. right and so i just like my like pre-pandemic comedy is so different from the stuff that i've been writing yeah. and uh, and i mean and nothing is old at this point i'm not that far into comedy i shouldn't be trashing anything but like they're just so different that it like it's interesting to look at but i don't know how it would come together yeah i gotta work on it my question is what do you find the funny in like do you are you somebody who thinks that everything is funny do you think that certain things are off limits or um hmm on stage i think some things are off limits and your head fucking go off yeah. you know what i mean like like what i what do i find funny uh i really like hmm, i really like a good like storyteller um like i like okay. theo von like i like when someone can tell me like a funny story and like keep me intrigued like i'm i'm super into like television and stuff like that and so i think that's gotcha. like probably why i really like that but i also really love like uh super like punchy comics like i like anthony jesselnick how he's just yeah, yeah, like yeah. from one to the other so like i I like it all. Um, I, I do. I find most things funny. I feel like a lot of the times I'm laughing and mm -hmm. it's because I think something's funny and no one else has picked up on it at all. And I think that's the best way to be. For sure. For <laughs> sure. What do you think is off limits on stage? Um, if you're talking about any, no pressure. any sort of like, like, I don't know, joking about sexual assault, unless you're talking about something that happened about you is insensitive. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Um, like, I feel like as long as you have, if you're taking whatever it is, as long as you're taking your own personal um, opinion and like drawing from your own experience, like it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but again, I mean, just think about the, the, the topic of your of your setup and do they deserve to be joked about? Like gotcha. That's how I think about it, you know? Okay. Well, I know PC Carolyn Paul has something to say about that. So what's <laughs> your opinion on that? What do you think is off limits, Carolyn Paul? I don't think like I don't like to think of it as off limits. 
I think like Elena, like for me, it's more, it's more so like, if I'm going to hear a joke, like, I would rather hear jokes about trans people from trans people. Definitely. I would rather hear jokes about sexual assault from survivors of sexual assault. I would rather hear jokes about, I don't know, fucking uh, being a mom from moms. You know, like, I just think, like, let people tell their own jokes. Let people tell their own stories. There's just no reason to put that in your set. Again, unless, like Elena said, you're, like, drawing, you're making on your own opinion or psychology about it. But that doesn't mean that, like, shit's off limits. It just means, like, it's funniest when people talk their own shit about yeah, I agree with you. I I think that because I and mean, I disagree. Go on. Right? <laughs> well, I have like, um, God, I just fucking blanked. I have like jokes like that that I like tell on stage about. Oh, I know where I'm going now. Um, <laughs> I have I have jo- like I have jokes about like like the whole like the 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 Larry Nassar thing at MSU affected me. So I have like a joke about that. Yeah. And uh, I think that like when it comes to joking about stuff like that, like people people are gonna stop if it's not working because it's such a you're taking such a risk by setting up the crowd like that you're making such an uncomfortable like scenario for everyone there by talking about your sexual assault and if you don't have a great punchline you're not coming back from it you know so i feel like it's just like risky to do all together and so i i just don't but... see like the point in it necessarily unless like you have like a, a fleeting punchline that like comes to your head like that's that's what happened with the like gymnastics doctor joke for me Right. I, was okay. like, I thought of a so, punchline and worked backwards. And I know this is going to come off super douchey and I'm going to sound like I've been doing this for a million fucking years, but I think you can come back with it, but you have to keep doing it. In your third year, you're going to be able to come back from a punchline that doesn't fucking work. No, you're going to yeah. like go into the crowd. You're going to do some crowd work. You're going to have other punchlines in the back of your pocket, additional tags, da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Like, where you're at now, of course you're going to crumble when like something doesn't work, especially when it's something that's so, you yeah. know, uh, controversial, you know. Um, but I just think with time. I mean, look at the fucking comics that we all follow and idolize, or not even if we don't respect them or whatever. We at least know who they are. No, yeah. And they're talking about some phenomenal shit, in my opinion. I would never cancel Bill Burr is all I'm trying to fucking say. Um, what is the thing with Bill Burr? I, I Everyone's I, trying to fucking cancel him because he's uh, he's apparently super transphobic. But nobody's asking you to cancel Bill Burr. Like, who's asking you to cancel Bill Burr? Well, I'm not going to answer Gen that Z. question. Like, nobody's going to ask you to cancel Bill Burr. You don't need to cancel Bill Burr. But you also don't need to, like, need you to defend him either. He's fucking Bill Burr. He's going to be fine. Right? Like, he can be a legend and be transphobic. Right? Don't you think? <laughs> Two things can be true at the same that time. Can Absolutely. Be true, yeah. Um, but... I don't think that, first of all, somebody did ask me to cancel him. Uh, This person uh, asked a lot of us to cancel him. Uh, I will not be saying this person's name, but uh, I'm just really sick of people not being able to understand what stand-up comedy is and what comedians are supposed to be doing in the world. And I just think that observational comedy is fucking great. And uh, I think a lot of comics get a lot of shit for... Speaking a little bit of truth, just because, again, it's controversial. And, yeah, I mean, I, I stand there. I, I don't think that I needed to defend Bill, Bill Burr. Like, the best thing about Bill Burr is, like, things people say these things about him and try to, quote-unquote, cancel him. 
But then he does not say anything about the what the newspapers and what the people are saying on the internet or whatever. Like he literally this whole thing about him was going on for maybe forty eight hours or whatever. And he posted something about a car, like a yeah. race car. <laughs> and it was just so fucking funny to me. Like his his wife Nia like really finally said some to somebody on right. Twitter, shut the fuck up, bitch. Like And that's the thing, like why like we shouldn't we shouldn't care more than he does. No, and then my thing is, like, can they cancel you if you don't like, go we away? We he does. If he's posting right. a picture of a car while he's getting canceled, then we should go get our nails done and fucking, I don't know, take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand what you're trying to say, but I guess, you know, uh, agree to disagree. That's just my opinion. I don't think that I have to, like, die on this Bill Burr hill. It's more of the fact that I'm irritated with the person who keeps saying statements like, um, you know shame on you for not being able to physically attend a black lives matter protest and you are not a trans um, ally if you don't put your pronouns in your instagram bio you know like it just got to a point where people like that are just so irritating to me because <laughs> because a person is trying to tell you what you think and how you feel and i do not stand for that ever in any situation so yeah, no, that shit is annoying. Like when people are like, if your pronouns are in your bio, then you are not a trans ally. And I'm like, try me. Right. I am. Yeah. Right. Like, what are you talking? Like, yeah. I don't know what you mean. I, I don't. I have. I don't pronounce on shit. No. <laughs> I. Yeah, Caroline, I'd love to pick your brain about this. Like, how, do you think that that's a ridiculous statement? Or I do think that's ridiculous. Like, I don't. I don't know. I. For me, I don't like to tell people which pronouns I like because I like to reserve the right to shame people no matter which pronouns they use, you know? Like, especially when you, like, like a couple of different ones. If you don't tell people, then you can make straight people feel bad whenever you want, which is amazing. <laughs> and I also think it's, like, it's nobody, like, yeah, if you if you really have a strong opinion that you are, like, going to flip out if somebody uses the wrong pronouns, then, yeah, say it. But for me, like, I'm not going to, I'm not really, like, I like they them pronouns, but I don't flip if people don't use them. So no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna put it in my Instagram bio or let them know. Like, actually, this came up like yesterday because my sister, who is like a cis woman married to a man, has a kid. She was like, okay, so should I like? I, she was trying to send an email or join onto something, and she was like, you know, I I do use she pronouns, but I would be fine with they them. So should I put? she her they them on my thing because i would be fine with they them it's like no that shit's for fucking us you don't need that that's not for you but like you, you don't you don't have to have that like right. you don't get not, to have that we get like, seven things just let that be ours you know yeah i feel like it's <laughs> not know. like a and also and i don't think that it's your job to like fucking put it in your shit unless you feel that strongly about it i guess yeah yeah um I just think everyone's taken, taken it a little, just a little too far. Yeah, and again, who am I to say? But it irks me, and I think that I have the right to uh, discuss the fact that it irks me and that it's fucking annoying. And I think the biggest thing about, like, I guess my rebuttal to you saying we don't need Bill Burr to stand up for him, obviously that's very true. But I see I'm a big, 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 big dreamer, and I very much so believe in myself and think maybe one day I could be somebody who gets canceled or, you know, somebody's talking shit about me on Twitter or whatever the fuck, and I get, I put myself in his position, and then that's when I get defensive because I'm like, this is what I want to do with my life. 
I want to get paid to be a, somebody who sells out venues and maybe one day in a fucking but, arena. But that's what I'm saying, <laughs> Johannes. But he is in his position and he's posting videos or pictures or whatever of cars, right? Yeah. So when when and if you do get to that position where you are in his, are in his position, I hope you're fucking painting your living room ceiling black and like, fuck you, who cares, haters? Like, you won't care yeah. when you... No, and I. And if you want us to cancel you now, we fucking will. Okay. <laughs> Roll the tapes back. We've got eight episodes <laughs> I was, you of know, me I will, saying the N word. No. I will say this: like, there are people who don't like exist on the internet, and they don't partake <laughs> in like, because it's very easy to get sucked down like a rabbit hole of like TikToks or Facebook statuses or tweets, and it's like, no, absolutely. I don't have to be a part of this. I could step back and like try yes. to live through my actions yes. i feel like having to shout to the world how woke i am that's a very kind of dangerous path to go down and an unwoke thing to do a in little, my opinion yeah. I mean, your bit. eyes are closed bro what are you saying and i will admit <laughs> like i've been there and i get it and like you snooze it. i yeah. i understand like being upset in the moment and turning to social media as a way to vent we're all familiar with my kind of horrible rants i would go on on facebook like not horrible but like <laughs> looking back like even just like the stuff i wrote at the beginning of the pandemic like just like my observations of the world like these were all like i guess unprocessed thoughts that i threw out there and like a part of it was i guess attention seeking and that's why i had to step away from it and like there you don't have to i tell myself every day i wake up i'm like you don't have to play the game like don't get on social media today like just step away from it like try to live through your actions and like I, I don't know like and the people that come out and see comedy aren't on social media they're not they're they're like I don't know like one of my coworkers, he's like an older dude in his 40s or 50s came up to me he was like so excited to tell me he's like hey Alan I know you got I know you like comedy and I'm going to the comedy castle with my girlfriend for a birthday and like he was so excited to tell me that and like yeah this is not a guy who's gonna go on TikTok and like follow a bunch of comedians but he's showing his support mm -hmm. in yeah. another way and like those people are out there and they're not on like tiktok like you know and like i i do stand with like gen z kids and i think they are I, i'm very happy that like our generation and the next generation is very like active in social justice but like i also know like it takes a lot of emotional intelligence to process a lot of heavy thoughts and it's easy to just kind of turn to like a big blanket statement Mm -hmm. yeah. And I get it. And these kids don't necessarily have emotional intelligence yet to, like, recognize that. Take no, that shit. That is absolutely yeah. true because the way that I kind of look at it is, like, okay, what was popular when I was I'm younger? Drunk. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was popular when I was – white eyeliner and, like, getting high and skipping school was, like, very in and where I'm from and what me and right. my friends were doing, okay? And good on these kids who, like, what's in for them is being fucking woke and educated and uh you know fighting fucking racism and like all these things that's so cool that that's what's in right now um i just don't want these kids to take every fucking little thing too seriously and continue to dissect everything because then they're just ruining the fucking fun in life in my opinion well it takes a lot of emotional intelligence exactly says, and my yeah. biggest fear just to close out on the whole bill burr thing again <laughs> is because i will i will die on this fucking bill burr hill um dying we're talking about we went from bill burr to tiktok yeah right which he would hate um i i just feel 
my biggest insecurity, which, uh, I don't know. My biggest insecurity is that comedy will die. And I feel like these fucking kids are like just slowly trying to just drown it in some water. And it kills me because I would hate to get 10 years into my career and then it be like, oh, no one can say whatever they want. Or Johanna can't be dirty or Johanna can't be ignorant or whatever. Like, I'm just trying to find the funny in all of it, dude. And some of it's going to really upset some people. Yeah, they also have a very... I see what you're saying there. Like, their sense of humor is also very obscure. Like, if you spend a lot of time on TikTok, yes. you're like, why is this funny? Yeah. A lot of you know, like, comedy, I feel like, yeah. A lot of right. the adult swim kind of weird shit. Yeah. 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 Also true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, this episode got real serious real I think fast. You, you got to look, look at it as, like, the full arc over time where, like, Comedy has gotten funnier and funnier and funnier for the last, like, I don't know, six decades. Like, we're, we're not, this is, and like, I don't know. I just think, I think comedy is not in danger of going away. It's going to get better and better. And also comedy will get better and better when we don't make people of color and trans people the butt of a joke. Like, I think, Absolutely. I understand your point. I really do. I'm not, I'm not poo-pooing your point at all. Like, I hear what you're saying. We have to all be allowed to be imperfect. We have to all be allowed to be ignorant and all of it. I think, I think that comedy can only get better. I think comedy as an organism doesn't really, like, rely on us following certain rules and certain, like, things of, like, who can say what. Like think. Yeah, I just feel like if I'm not making fun of people of color or trans people, then there's nothing to joke about. That's the only thing that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're going to take midget and away from me and now you're going to take people of color and trans people? Fuck you. <laughs> I get what you're saying though. Like those people aren't on TikTok and like those people aren't on Twitter and like Whitney Cummings says this on her podcast all the time and I'm probably going to get it wrong when I quote it, but she says like 8% of the population is on Twitter and of that 8%, 2% of them like generate 80% of the tweets on Twitter. Like it's That's a, a very point. small amount. Like, like you see yeah. these things and it like seems like like you know like um and i'm sure people are trying to cancel bill burr but that's just the example i'm going to use and it like it seems like people are trying to cancel bill burr but really it's just like fucking twenty thousand fucking 16 year olds that like think that way and like right because like the thing about it is that like people who love bill burr we still fucking love bill burr yeah and he you know he i don't know what bill burr did i'm, I'm just talking on my ass i don't know what bill burr said um what what happened but mm -hmm. um I, i'm assuming he didn't rape or kill anybody so it's not it's chill mm -hmm. um and i think that uh this is kind of a contrarian thought i guess but like it kind of like when shit's risky like i feel like that's when it's fun exactly. like when there's something to like 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 if everyone was just chill with like everyone using the n-word and like fucking being transphobic and everything like i get i don't know the edge would be gone yeah exactly look yeah. at her i don't even joke about something look at her like one year in ladies and gentlemen <laughs> and she fucking gets it and i think just like you know in your heart what's okay and what's not okay and like right but i think there is an art of finding a way to punch up and punch down at the same time like yeah honestly like in detroit i think fucking kai like kai quicks awesome comic at being able to punch up and punch down at the same time. Like, mm -hmm. Shout out. Okay, well, I'm about to cancel the cancel conversation because it's really bringing me down. Yeah, Caroline? And I think the last thing that I would say is just, like, if you, like, 
it's okay for people not to like certain jokes, and that doesn't mean that they're canceled or the jokes are off limits. Like, yes, just saying, like, just just people being like, I don't like that joke. I think that's a shitty joke. That doesn't. That's not canceling. That's just them not liking that fucking joke, and then they don't consume the media that promote that joke anymore, and then that's it. Like, it doesn't have to be that deep. It doesn't have to be that, like, if you don't like something, you're trying to fucking, like, eradicate it from the world. Like, we all know that that's how shit works. If that's how shit works, then, like, I don't know, fucking all colonizers would be dead by now if we were lucky, right? Like, I just think, like, it's okay for it's okay for people to be like, I don't like that shit. And if more and more people don't like that shit, then that shit won't survive. And there's nothing we can do about that. Yes, exactly. Like if someone says something you don't like, you're, you're going to make it to tomorrow, buddy. Yeah. I get like, as long as uh, they just said something to you, you're going to be fine. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just, uh, it's already so exhausting to, and, and this, this is official. This is going to be called the most serious episode ever. Um, it's already so exhausting to try to be a real person that like owns a fucking home and has to like cut the lawn and feed the dogs and blah, blah, blah. And then try to go out every single night of the week to try to like these jokes out to try this, to try that. Then on top of that, do the desk work, uh, drive to Grand Rapids, you know, in one fucking day, drive to Indianapolis and then continue to branch out and branch out and branch out all the traveling, all the money that gets put into this for a lot of people to just be like, you can't say that. Or, like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, like, it's already exhausting to have to try to do the thing, and then you're doing the thing, and you get to you get to a point where you're kind of good at the thing, and then a bunch of people just shit on that. Like, yeah, uh, it's I'm, just exhausting to try to prove to somebody that I'm not racist because of but are I they said saying this. you can't say that thing, or are they saying they just don't like it? No, you're something no. because you said it. Exactly. You are something because you said that thing. You are you transphobic because it. you said this thing. You are racist because you said this thing. Or hinted at or, any of it. Uh, <laughs> you, you're not pansexual or bisexual. You're right, straight because right. you said this thing. You know, or like, oh, my biggest right. thing, I guess I have a, um, this is a thing I will be bringing up on Thursday with Jennifer, my therapist, but <laughs> I think I have a huge thing like uh, with identity because I was born in South America. Uh, my first language was Spanish. I'm an immigrant. I'm all these things. My entire family is very different from who I am. I'm an only child. I, I was raised in America on my own. I speak this perfect, almost perfect English. I'm an idiot. We all know that, but you know what I mean? So it's a, it's a very, uh, I, I toss and turn with identity a lot and have my entire life so i do not like when people tell me who i am or how the fuck i feel and that's where i want to end this conversation i think that's why comedy makes sense for you though oh absolutely because you get to, you, get to you, you can control of it all and oh yeah and you can be whatever like, yeah that's what i have a i mean mine's not to the same scale but i do have a whole identity crisis fucking yeah. thing around it too and i think that's why i like to do it also is because i'm like well i don't really know what i am but when i'm up here i'm this so yeah absolutely. <laughs> like i don't know it's a whole nother world when you're on stage and it's fucking fantastic and i miss it <laughs> yeah it I is really do. and no yeah one, and I, i'm gonna fight to make sure no one takes i mean and fans johanna. of the podcast and others will know that johanna madronda like johanna madronda you have like, the most unique perspective i have ever heard in comedy and you're funny every time with it like you know yeah Thanks, I, I just and evie canceled you we all know that you are like the fucking goat and you have like such a unique joke uh set and perspective like you're, yeah you're nobody's me man 
you're 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 here forever. We need you. We love you. <laughs> I appreciate that. I just I I'm scared of the stress that is going to go into me hopefully one day getting bigger and bigger and and well and more known and more known. I I think maybe I get anxiety about that. Maybe that's where all of this comes from. Oh yeah, anxiety is thinking about the future. It's like Always. the more you think about it, it's, it's I do it too. Do not yeah. engage on social media. Do not fucking <laughs> look at your comments. Post and ghost as Norm McDonald. Not Norm McDonald. Uh, Mark Norman says. Mark, post and ghost. I do post and ghost actually. I do that Don't a lot. I used to be a, like that kid cuz I didn't okay. want anyone to think I wasn't fucking woke or accepting and like Right. I would kind of go swing the other way and alienate people and like when instead I should have just been having conversations with people about hey be a good person and respect other people like yeah, yeah. it takes a lot of emotional intelligence yeah. Dude, if you told me anything I would listen to you like, I don't know. It's like your eyes. It's like there's it's, something behind your eyes fuck? that it's like she's the absolute Okay, you're gonna have a horrible Italian. credit score. No, you were like talking to me, <laughs> and I was like, like, "This is the first like actual person I think I've met in a while. Like, <laughs> no, like, like physical no. person. Like, I'm one year Ellen's older than you. Best. I feel like you're like, but you're. I feel like you're you're fully present. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, she's the willow uh, tree in Pocahontas. <laughs> yeah. I'm just on meds. <laughs> just, 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 just a mood no, disorder. Hey, <laughs> speaking of Nikki Glaser, when she was on Whitney Cummings, they mm-hmm. talked about uh, yes. mental health. Mm-hmm. And uh, Whitney at one moment goes, you're just so different. You're just so, like, calm and focused. And Nikki goes, yeah, because I'm finally on the right fucking meds. And it's just <laughs> so funny. Fantastic. I was just, oh, chef's kiss, dude. That Amazing. is so great. Um, when you're ready, we're rolling. I can't wait so to get on the right meds. Prozac for me. Did some wonders. Yeah. Took a couple of antidepressant meds, but found my, found my, I guess my ride or die. See, mm-hmm. I, I'm too old. Like, I can never pull <laughs> off saying something like, ride or die. Like, no. Uh, ride or die. I it, I, it felt good My to mother me. is really my ride or die. I was like, saying, you got really Midwestern <laughs> with that. <laughs> I love yeah. it. It's I'm like, really, is Beth Stelling here? <laughs> I am trying so hard to, like, put a foot on that accent. Like, just... It comes Ooh, out. The one that always gets me is exit. Exit. I like say like eggs. It. Exit. E g g s. Milk. With a little bit of an e. A little bit. Milk. And yeah. I say rough instead of a roof. And I say a crick instead of a creek. Okay. Okay. I got a little like white. Like I was listening to my dad talk. My dad had a couple beers in him the other night. I was over there. I was listening to him talk, and I was like, "Wow, we really have like a we have straight up have a like white trash Midwestern accent." Oh yeah, like, I love it. I'm here I don't for know, it. Man. I'm mom, so here for it. My mom was like born and raised in Warren, Michigan. In Warren? Oh yeah. Gotcha. Hey, that's from Hastings. I know where my family's from. Okay, I know where we're from. <laughs> I may have not grew Hot up shot. in a trailer park, but we were five minutes away from one. <laughs> like, right. I, uh, I know my people. Yes, yes. My dad's from Chicago, though. It's really funny, like, because my grandpa has, like, this tough Chicago guy accent. You know, hey. I <laughs> love a Chicago and then, accent. Like, when my dad's around mm. my grandpa, you could tell he's, like, trying to act as, like, hey, you know, I'm from Chicago. You know, right, fucking... right. I, that's not really Chicago. I don't. I thought it was pretty better than mine. I can't yeah. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. It's like... Chicago. Hey. Oh, yeah. oh, Chicago. Like the old Chicago. Man Chicago accent <laughs> is go. so like good. weird. You can really hear it in my dad's voice, and it's like he just says things so weirdly. 
Yeah. I'm trying to bone your dad. So what you can't, say. He's a cutie. Yeah. He's a cutie. Yeah. My dad a cutie. I could uh, pretend to <laughs> like rock and roll for like an afternoon. Yeah. He he's getting into like newer music or like music he thinks is new. Like a Beck song will come on the radio. He's like, you've heard this Beck guy? Yeah, this guy. I gotta listen to this new stuff. It's like a song from the nineties. You're like, uh, Beck retired three years ago, Dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, you know. That's amazing. For some reason, I thought you were going to say, like, Doja Cat. Right. (laughs) Dope. Well, his, like, um, his uh, idea of new music, like, say a couple Super Bowls ago, Cardi B was in a Super Bowl commercial. Mm -hmm. And then my dad's like, yeah, I know who Carly B is. Come on. Everybody knows who Carly B is. Okay, Dad. You obviously know who Cardi B is. Yes. Come on. That's Carly B. Everybody knows. Carly B. That makes me so happy. A da- that. The dad translation of Cardi, Cardi B is Carly yeah. B. The white dad translation. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if I smell, y'all. I'm coming from work. I don't... I came from work, too. I, like, showered in perfume. <laughs> like, hopefully I smell okay. Dude, that's, I smell like... that's me. I, don't. I like, Every had my day. legs spread like this, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you smell it? And you're like... Dude, <laughs> I, like, so Who's making my, like, soup? I yeah. <laughs> I got doing my man spread, and then I'm like, yeah, let's close this shit up. Shut this shit down. You know, I cross my I legs so much that, like, when I get up from this position, since my legs have been crossed for, like, an hour, it's just going to look like I pissed myself. Mm-hmm. It oh, happens yeah. to me all the time. I do this at open mics, and I sit like this in, like, a little ball because I'm, like, anxious waiting to go on stage, and then yeah. I, like, open up from it, and I'm just fucking sweaty everywhere. I'm like, god <laughs> damn. Shit. Spotlight is be, on. Yeah, they're going to be shining the lights on me. in your crotch. Yeah. It's crazy. In your crotch. It's sweat. It's sweat. It's <laughs> sweat, okay? It is that time of year. I, I do shart like... myself more than a 24-year-old woman should. Hell yeah. But that God. I shart my pants really for the same reason shit. I was molested, and that's because I'm too trusting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I straight up, that's I amazing. literally, one week, I don't know what it was this one week, dude. One year in, you're canceled, bitch. <laughs> sharted through a whole Grants. pack of calvins like one day like literally this one week i was like i don't know why this keeps happening wait to calvins me. like calvin underwear oh okay like literally through I was a like, pack i sharted in my calvins like i like literally like sharted in like three pairs of calvins one week and i was like what i'm like too old yeah for for skin marks Either in my too calvins. old or too young i get i don't yeah. know think we talk about shitting enough because no, we didn't. I really have to take a dump. I, don't, I guess I have a, a loose asshole. Well, that must be what it is. I go home, I got a bidet. I've already pooped in your toilet before. Who gives a shit? Literally. <laughs> pun intended. Who gives a shit? She's giving the shit uh, to yeah. your toilet. I'm begging for it. I'm gonna, I, it's like, okay, you know when you feel Please, the may have another kind of going through the stage. I love that, yes. Yeah. Like, it's not like I have to take a shit. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to. I don't know. I can't explain it. No, I, I'm picking up what you were putting down. Every podcast I do by myself, I put it in my last podcast description. I'm like, special talents include making an iced coffee last 12 hours and ending every podcast on a depressing note like i talked about some fucking true it. crime case in my last one Come like the whole on, thing was good. fun and then i was like i want to talk about something serious it's what the people gotta hear it's what the well, people gotta well, hear these are co- these are questions i guess comics should be having sense of responsibility let's just say somebody does make a joke and it punches down towards a group of people and then suddenly we're and we've performed in front of audiences who are racist and are transphobic and like right and our jokes work great i'm just kidding yeah. 
and it that's where I kill, baby. Even like, just like specifically the like, like sit down, you have blue hair thing. Like, I don't know I why don't that know. seems like I, I don't even believe everything. not like, not like in the like general sense, like right. ah, airplane food, like hacky. You know mm. what I mean? But I'm like, it's an yeah. overplayed thing in society right. and like memes and shit mm -hmm. where people just talk about like, oh, if you have like colorful hair you must be transgender <laughs> like yeah. i don't know i spoken I, like a true gen zer over here <laughs> just fucking taking a shit on somebody's joke this is a fake I this is a fake fucking <laughs> turtleneck oh that's kind of badass <laughs> it's um, called a dicky <laughs> that's insane it's perfect for the summer months you don't this want makes me so happy no literally james was like what are you wearing a fucking turtleneck underneath your hoodie and i was like it's a dicky bro <laughs> stop it's an ascot no. <laughs> okay wait lift that back up so it just like goes over your head and sits on your shoulders uh -huh. it's right, a I'll fucking it bib I'll take it off so oh you can see. God. This is the shirt I slept in last night. I wanna, did you make that yourself or did you buy I it? I bought it online. I want to touch you, but I don't want you to have flashbacks. <sighs> That's I'm very... fine. I'll dissociate. This is so <laughs> funny to Isn't me. Isn't that so fun? I oh like my god did you, you learn about it on tiktok it's so no i didn't i found it on amazon but um it's so funny to wear this with with no shirt on underneath it because i have no yeah. tits and so it just oh. like that's so fucking it's funny, so funny it's cool and i love it and i wear it with everything it's so first this time. is the new victoria's secret summer line <laughs> this is a bathing suit top is what this is it kind of really trust be. your tips like i had to wear it like if i don't like I tried to wear this underneath like a just a regular like t-shirt yeah and it kept like because I don't have any tits it kept like bunching up like this like underneath the t-shirt it would just be uh, like a, a like a bulb and then you can just see my nipples like, underneath it so I had you to finally wear... have a boob yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. and so I had to wear I literally this is the funniest thing when I wear this with a t-shirt because I put a sports bra on over the like dicky thing and so it's just like sticking out from all these places but I look fly as hell. Oh, my God. I need <laughs> right. to see that contraption. Whatever the fuck that happens. Oh. I was in an improv scene, and of course a man stepped in. But of course. Well, I'll, I'll maybe we'll save it for the pod. But if we're done with the talk, like, we're done. But it was mm. just, like, a dumb story about how, like, I was doing an improv scene with somebody, and then a man <laughs> on stage in the scene called me a whore, called my character a whore. I was cool with it. I thought right. we were having a good scene. Yeah, your then, character loved it. And then I hit him back with, like, we're in a Taco Bell lobby. You have to watch, like, you know, like, I yeah. tried to make it a funny. But then a dude came on and was like, you shouldn't call a woman a whore. Don't do that on stage ever again. And I'm like, I was fine with it. Like, right. I don't know. Yeah. The overcorrecting, I think. Yeah. No, yeah, it's hard. It's like, if I, I'm a I'm fully capable and I will say something if I feel it's necessary. But this you know guy. What I mean? Absolutely. This guy. Absolutely. And was... if I feel like someone's joking with me, then, then I, that's what it is. Because that's what right. I thought it was. I, was fine <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Right. Me a whore. But he he said it in a very funny way. He was like, "You whore," you know, like you he, he could tell he was whore. joking. Yeah. If he just wants to do all the scene, like "you whore," "you bitch," "you," I guess that would be a problem because you're not being funny. You're just using. You're also not giving anywhere anyone edgy. anywhere to go with it. And those people do <laughs> exist. Like, yeah. In improv. Okay. Personally, I love to be called a horse, so I don't Me understand. Too. The, I don't <laughs> understand. All the, you notice see the problem here. But I right. was upset that a man. <laughs> working it. so hard on my reputation. I was upset that a man decided for me that I was upset that I got called a horse. Yeah. I was not upset. I wanted. To, I gotcha. was upset he ended the scene. Yeah. Mm. Whatever. Improv talk. Y'all don't yeah. understand. He was trying to get laid, is what he was doing. Y'all don't pay three hundred dollars. Yeah, he thought he was. Comedy. He thought he was gonna save you. He was like swooping in with a cape. He thought he was gonna like right. get some, probably. Yeah. Captain, get some pussy. On this episode of Will Carolyn ever find Wi-Fi? <laughs>
Back to you, Carolyn. <laughs> She's gone. We're ready for the weather I in just Utica. Went to, like my service before when it was really bad, and now I just went to the library to get better. <laughs> it's worse. Oh, Utica. <laughs> You are you're the MVM right now, the most valuable mother. <laughs> really, <laughs> fucking pull it through for your children, bro. Coined the term MVM. Ooh, fuck yes. Ooh, that should be like a like a segment that I do weekly. Like the most the yeah. MVM of the week is yeah. for this reason. Perfect. Hey, Caroline, if you can if you can hear hear this, I I want to say goodbye to you, um, <laughs> and I hope you make it home safe from Utica, uh, with that sweet sweet baby. <laughs> Goodbye. That sweet, sweet puss. She actually left. Carolyn Paul, ladies and gentlemen. That was uh <laughs> Chuff Schmitz. Uh that was uh that was they them. <laughs> that was them. That was them. Uh they did it. Very proud. Um just such a ridiculous episode. We were just like angry at first, and then we we're having fun, and then we like kind of saw your boobs, and that was really exciting. So, kind of I mean that's pretty much like you. That is what my boobs look like. That's the extent. And Pretty much. Three white claws. That's it. That's I didn't even it. drink any of them. You guys got drunk and I showed you my boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how Elena rolls. Sounds like a frat party when I was in high school. Yes. <laughs> yes. Where are you from? I'm f- I'm from Williamston, so I'm from like 30 minutes east of Lansing. So I'm pretty much from Lansing. It's a cute yeah, just, little town. They got a cool theater up there. Yeah, it's a cute little town. Mm. It's uh, we had a whole uh fucking town wide protest where we overthrew the school board for introducing, um, I I I, I don't want to call it gender fluid bathrooms or you know you can yeah you can use your bathroom yes, that you yes, choose yes. to use and so um the entire community came together and said fuck no. And uh, shut that shit down. Got people taken off of the school board. And I was there like, I literally was like, Dad, stop going after Bill Burr and start going after those fucking people. It's like, it's, it's, it's it's like, it's visually pleasing. It's a cute town when you're like driving through it. But I'm just like, but I was also like, Dad, my dad literally was like, you don't even have kids in school why are you voting on this so (laughs) fucking so fucking crazy but like mind their own goddamn business that is what i that's what i was raised in so i think i Ah, i turned out all right you Um, turned out great definitely could have went a different direction and and i'm not even saying you could have had no sense of humor i could have had none at all and it would have been unfortunate laughing at jeff dunham (laughs) (laughs) seriously Oh my god, no god. wonder you were dating somebody who loved Joe Rogan. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. So is yes. it farmland? Yeah. It's like yeah. yeah, it's pretty much just uh just I mean like inside we have like one stoplight in town and it's just like gotcha. it's just like businesses in Classic. town like covered by like surrounded by suburbs and then I live like outside of the suburbs, like in the rural area. So I like <laughs> I almost live in Weberville, like my parents nope. do. Yeah. Um but yeah, that's just like it was fucking dope to grow up with though like it was so fucking dope to grow up with like just that much land that you could just run around on you probably had a lot of fun i had a fucking hell of Mm -hmm. a time being outside that was i appreciate that but now i'm like i want to go to new york yeah just you and that bib yeah outside me and this bib outside (laughs) jesus christ i would love my diva cups out for change yes (laughs) hanging out by the one stoplight (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no. So I come from a quirky little fucking the one red light district, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. We had amazing. a trailer park. We had a trailer park too. That was, that well, was of course. Like one stoplight and a trailer Your park. Your entire town was a trailer park. Let's just be about. Yeah. Just about. Um, Very cool. It does cool. breed. So it's it's funny to me that the whole like country girl goes city or whatever tale is very true i have two best friends who are from beaverton michigan mm-hmm. which is the same scenario literally one stop sign or one uh yeah what is it called? stop light stop light thank you <laughs> <laughs> just heard it five seconds ago um not uh, english isn't your first language you Continue. are right thank you uh but yeah and, and they are so fucking cool like they are so fun they are hilarious they're both super progressive which i think is very funny that it's always one or two people who come out of these towns that are like fuck this place yeah i think it's just growing up with some sense of self-awareness and or just like awareness in general and just like not taking everything your parents say and like fucking living by it yeah yeah yeah. when do you think it like kind of clicked for you that there was like a whole new a whole other world out there uh i was probably i mean i'm i'm not like happy with how late it took me to like it's not like i was like came out it's not like i was like a super like i i don't think i wouldn't call myself controversial but like when i was a fucking sophomore in high school you can go back you can find a hashtag all lives matter on my fucking facebook you can find it holy you can find it from when i was 16 you know what i mean like it's just like shit like that but it's like things fucking just change and like i like you know what i mean like so it's just like it just started like clicking for me as the world just started happening as i just started seeing things that i didn't like like it like you know like yeah just normal like like what i i just think it's normal right. you know what i mean the way i have it from like i'm like out it's uh pretty easy to tell the you know right from wrong <laughs> yeah and it's just and i'm yeah. also just like i feel like and i said this on the podcast with you guys where i'm like i'm like i'm not i'm not fucking set on anything dude like if someone presents information to me that makes sense and is like factual then like i'll change my mind i don't fucking care yeah. i love saying i was wrong i was wrong yeah like, no, that's awesome. feels good i was yeah. wrong i fucked up yeah. i was wrong and i was pretty like woke woke by the time i like actually started like doing st- like by the time like the all lives matter shit it wasn't like i was like all lives matter now sounds like you hate black people yeah. but back then i was just going off of some weird fucking republican propaganda that was just my fucking household that i grew up and in i was 16 grew up in like an all-white suburb kind of like me like same thing not yeah. necessarily malicious but just unaware of how deep things really are yeah, yeah yeah and i think it was like god i mean i remember like and like my parents are like good people too it doesn't sound like it but like I remember like the Trayvon Martin stuff happening and like just like my parents being livid and like, mm-hmm. you know, just like and also seeing like them care like like just I don't know. It's 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 weird to look back on being now in 2021. It's weird to look back on my childhood and just like the way I grew up and just like the way like things were presented to me and just now to be like, well, I don't think that at all anymore. And yeah. like it's kind of refreshing and like cool. I could be afraid of it or I could just be like, yeah, I fucking I said that. I said that because I was 16 years old and I don't think anyone right. should be canceled for anything they said when they were a minor. Like that's the other thing right. I'm interested to see like what happens to all these like young people that become famous cuz like you've been on the internet posting stupid shit for your entire fucking life like Mm -hmm. there's no way there's not going to be something on there that someone's not going to like like exactly and i don't think like and that's why i worry about posting podcasts i'm like there's no way everyone's going to like everything i'm saying but like most of it's a joke and like (laughs) like you know like i don't know and that's the most frustrating part it's like you're gonna look at a comedian 
and say, oh, I can't believe they said that. Or like we kind of touched, not kind of, we definitely touched base on this <laughs> earlier. Um, you're going to look at somebody and say, oh, they said this thing. So now they are this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just so unfair. It's literally a comedian's job to make a joke out of whatever is happening, current yeah. events, whatever, whatever. Are they up there saying, I hate N-words or I hate trans people or like, for an example, our fucking president who was like, China flu, da-da-da, yeah. Asians this, Asians that, and then look what happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is completely different. What comics like Bill Burr are doing, they're making jokes about their observation about something. It's not like they're like, I don't know. It's not like he's up there saying, uh, yes. go fucking kill a trans person or go do this, go do that. It's just like. We all kind of wonder about, you know, changing your gender. Yes, we all kind of yes. are curious about, like, what it's like to get these surgeries or da-da-da. And it's an uncomfortable thing. And when people are un- uncomfortable, they tend to laugh or, like, giggle or whatever the fuck to make it lighter. So, No, I, I definitely agree just... with you on that. And I think, like, and, like if uh, correct me if I'm wrong or, like, if you don't agree with this. And, like, obviously I don't think being transgender is a, a new thing. But it's definitely a new thing to be, like, normalized. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like... um obviously i mean i would never joke about trans people but like right there's gonna be a lot of mistakes when you're figuring out how to joke about trans people because guess what trans people are funny and that's because they're people yeah like you know what i mean like it just comes down to that where it's like i like if you did something funny i wouldn't be like i don't want people to think i'm a racist because johanna's latino and i'm white right Not, like, yes. like you know what i mean like i'm just like like i don't know yeah so I, just, I agree with you on the Bill Burr stuff 100% where it's just like... You know, I think there's actually a Spongebob episode about this. Is there? Really? Come on, you grew up on Spongebob. I, no, I did, I did, but I... I, I don't remember all the episodes either. Well, the one where he's making jokes about... He's actually literally doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> and then the only jokes that are working are him making fun of squirrels. And then uh, yes, and then Sandy, Sandy loses her shit well, in the crowd. But then she like tries to respectfully talk to him and say these jokes are kind of hurtful, blah, blah. and like. But then it gets to the point where she has to make a big public statement, and then the episode ends <laughs> with him just kind of getting back on stage, and then kind of roasting everybody in the crowd. Like I don't know, like hmm. maybe worth a re rewatch. SpongeBob. Yeah. We should so sit down and rewatch it. Sure. We should. That episode. Yeah, we I'll should. I'll send it to you. It's on Amazon Prime. But uh, see what I learn. I do think about that episode a lot. I do. I'm gonna be like that. Sandy is ruining comedy. <laughs> 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 Fuck that fucking squirrel. <laughs> but the jo- but then the joke. Uh, An inside the, joke. The episode hey. did end with him. He's on stage. Everyone in the audience is like, tell the squirrel jokes and like. He does do the squirrel joke, but then he like winks at Sandy and then just starts coming after everybody else in the crowd, like yeah. crabs and fish and I don't know, <laughs> yeah, not crabs the STD, mm-hmm. but the character mm-hmm. literally named Krabs, crabs, Mr. Krabs, but. also known as Hispanics and Jews. <laughs> well, <laughs> Mr. Krabs I, lives in Bikini Bottom, so but what is he? I could right. be very wrong. Right. I could be wrong. No, I think I, you're right. I think I've you're been, right. No, it's just a matter of literally. Um, the fact that uh, speech is free and you cannot like someone someone says, but you can't tell someone that they can't say anything. If someone wanted to get on stage and just started saying shit that no one liked, like, yeah, you could call the police, but they'd be like, what did he say something to you? You know what I mean? Like, like, so it's just like at the end of the day, it's just like fucking focus on yourself. Don't you don't say anything that you wouldn't want to hear out of someone else's mouth and then just continue on, you know, yeah. help when you can. Uh, but 
I just think there's like such an emphasis put on it that it's tiring people out and mm. uh, it's really yeah. fucking making it. They are being counterproductive. True. And it, yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. You don't have to be on TikTok. Just post and ghost. Don't play the game. Post and post ghost. And post and ghost. Yeah. Don't put all your worth on social media. I think that's a big thing our generation. Put all your worth on OnlyFans. That's where you right. Can make some money. Where you can yeah. make some yeah. fucking money. Also, come and ghost. Do that. Have an orgasm and just leave. Yep. Yep. Don't wait for him to finish. Jizz on things. Get the fuck out of there. That's my advice. I don't know. I'm just so exhausted from this fucking conversation. (laughs) Do you feel any better? Do you feel like there's still some unanswered questions? I mean, I'm not going to feel better until, you know, I guess I'll put it in perspective of the person who said, I can't wait for uh, Bill Burr and all the other transphobic people to die. You know. Yeah. Well, guess what? I can't wait for you and all your fucking woke ass friends to die. How about? Th- how does that feel? How does that make you feel if you're listening? How do how, you know what I mean? How is that supposed to make anyone feel? That's yeah. fucked up. Because yeah. I like to have a drink and have a laugh and have a good time. I should die. That's yeah. fucking crazy. I, I don't know. It, it a lot. Yeah, just a lot of emotional intelligence and maybe realizing like. I understand when it comes from perspectives of, like, black folks and trans folks when they're like, hey, I'm done explaining my existence. Like, I'm not here to educate. But I think, like, with a lot of these social justice spaces online are pretty much dominated by, like, very privileged, white, college-educated, parents are able to pay for college Mm -hmm. kids. And I, I, I think that there's a lot of this anxiety of, like, I gotta prove that I'm woke, I gotta prove that I'm a good person, like, because that anxiety is real for a lot of these woke white kids. I That's once true. One. I get it. It's yeah. a lot of self-projection. Yeah. I can't imagine going viral on TikTok and then having to keep up a persona. Well, I think like there is a lot of heart behind their posts. And they do legitimately care about other people. And it's got to be frustrating. Like there, there comes a certain age where you do start to realize like how heavy a lot of shit is in the world. Racism is not over misogyny's not over transphobia is not over like and there's just like a fire and an anger and you're just like just you don't know how to emotionally process things and like i don't know but like i've gotten into a lot of fights online and it hasn't changed anybody's minds no if anything they would just call me like well you're an uneducated grocery store worker go fuck yourself you're not smart enough to do anything don't tell me what to do leave eminem alone like we're getting back to that conversation right 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 it just pisses people off it just kind of like it's not going to educate anybody at the end of the day and and at the end of the day they are just kind of screaming into their own chamber of people who think like them yeah so uh i suppose my advice is if you don't like what a comedian jokes about don't watch their stuff. Don't support them. Don't follow them on social media. Don't buy their albums. Don't stream their shit. Yeah, continue not doing that stuff because you're not doing it anyway. Yeah, I mean, you're not <laughs> doing it anyway, but I mean, you kind of are, though. If you are going to take the time to create a TikTok that shows, I think, probably six different clips, maybe I guess that more. is true. Like, like, you're going out of your way to find these things that make really you mad. It takes a really long time to mm. make a TikTok and to edit a TikTok. Yeah, Trust yeah. me. You probably sit in there, watch the clips over and over again. So no wonder why you're getting upset or you're getting mad because maybe there are some legitimate things that do kind of hurt but 
hey, Gen Z, go outside. I don't know. <laughs> you well, know? The world is full. There's a virus in the air. <laughs> but you're, yeah. I mean, um, get off the I'm not saying go outside and go back into a restaurant. <laughs> I'm saying go the fuck outside. <laughs> go walk in a field, yeah. you know? Go skip a fucking rock. Do you know what a rock is? But I mean, I've... have you ever seen a rock? <laughs> Do you know what sand is, or you know, maybe the open road? <laughs> Shit. Go play in it. I will say, as I go into <laughs> get a the motorcycle. Later... Yeah, go play in it. <laughs> as I'm going into the later half of my twenties, like I don't know, it, it just took a lot of growing up to realize, like, shouting on the internet isn't gonna actually change anything. Yeah, no, it's literally For a sure. void. It's a For void. Sure. <laughs> It is definitely a point. <sighs> anyway, a um, couple more questions for you uh, before we wrap it up. Where do you kind of want this podcast to go? I know you just hit, what, uh, one year doing it? One year, yeah. yeah. So I'd like to just, I'd like to get a video portion up. I'm, I'll talk about this here because um, it's, it's not space. my podcast. So the guy that's offering me, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Studio space <laughs> won't hear it, but this uh-huh. man who was all he like that was Lena choking on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping I'm not gonna have to, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh-huh. he hit me up. He's like, hey, I I rent I I bought this space in Old Town Lansing. I'm renovating it. I'm like completely gutting it, but the, like the upstairs rooms are done, and I want to turn them into podcast spaces. I've been like listening to your podcast and like I like wanted to reach out to you because I'm um, at one of my episodes I talked about like making a set in my house and he was like, "Well, I would like build one for you." So like I was just hitting you up to so like to tell you like if you wanted to hold off or whatever. But now he just keeps sending me like all these messages about like how it's like not working out like it's backed up because of this that and the other and you know it's just like kind of like all this stuff and i'm just like damn i fucking i think i'm just gonna buy shit and do it in my own house instead of waiting for some man that i don't know his podcast space to open up like but it sucks because he's a really nice guy so i like feel bad being like ah fuck it but what was he gonna gain out of it i have 40 people listen to my podcast you know? yeah like, like, i mean that's actually pretty good for a local comedian thank you people. thank yeah. you but mm-hmm. um, pretty good for a nobody <laughs> but, but no biggest the short term getting video getting a youtube channel getting that going um yeah. just uh, a social media presence for the podcast um instead of it just being me spamming my fucking main account for sure every time i post a podcast i literally like i lose like four followers Do every you, time i post yeah. a podcast update and i'm just like ah damn it yeah damn it who cares you don't need them uh do you want it to continue to just be you talking into a mic or do you think you'll have like on and off guests um i'm probably gonna do on and off guests i do i like talking to people because talking alone is so it's so fucking hard to keep a conversation going with myself like i don't know how you've been talking to me this whole time like i'm fucking (laughs) amazed with you 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 amaze me but um (laughs) but no i do i i like the solo aspect of it um because it pushes me you know to like just i don't know to be interesting on the fly i guess or attempt to be but i like being able to bounce the conversation off of other people it, so i'm trying to trying yeah. to transition it between like guest solo guest solo and then the solo pod will just kind of be like me popping in to like update about yeah. my life because it's a solo podcast so that's what you're listening to is someone's life but i like the do solo and then have a guest and then yeah alternate yeah. for sure yeah. that's that'd be really cool i just got to get into like bugging people like being like hey can you go out to lansing to be on my podcast like dude, it's the same away. thing as like asking for stage time bug away <laughs> like, dude can i have a asking. moment <laughs> you don't know if you don't ask so. that is true if you don't ask you don't get <laughs> i'm telling you dude seriously uh all right um what else man where, where do you see yourself in like five years you want to go to new york city 
Yeah. So in five years, oh God, in five years, I'm fucking hopefully featuring. <laughs> five years, hopefully you have a full turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully I'll be like featuring so then I can afford a full turtleneck. Yes, um, yes, yes. No, five years from now, I'll probably be By living... By the way, features cannot afford full turtlenecks, just so you know. <laughs> okay, okay. They're selling turtlenecks with merch. Exactly. That's, uh, yes, another thing. I'd like to have merch for my podcast also. I'd like to pick Fine. a... I want to, I wanna, once I hit, like, once I see that, like, 100 people listen or something, or maybe yeah. when I get to 2,000 plays, um, I want to release some sort of merch and, like, pick a, a charity that I like to donate the, like, a proceeds dickie. to. What was that? A dick. A dick. Oh, I could have leave me alone dickies. Bro. You're so happy. You That's just got so, so cool. Happy. Could you, see, dude, leave me alone right here? That's sick. That'd be so sick. I would fucking buy it. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they drop. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I can't remember what the fuck I was I talking about before I started talking about my New goddamn process. Oh yes, yeah. So hopefully I'll be in New York City or just literally if I'm anywhere but Michigan, I'll be happy. Mm. Um, I'd like have to live in New about- York, but thinking about fucking. Affording it? Yeah, I mean, I could afford two years in New York, probably, um, and be okay, Mm -hmm. but if things would have to start happening for me, I'd have to find, I'd have to get, like, a good job out there and stuff for me to stay there. I'd probably be, more realistically, probably somewhere like Austin, or, I I don't really know, I don't want to move to Texas. In my head, it's always been, I'm moving to New York, I'm putting my time in the trenches, and then I'll, I'll, and I'll know when I'm moving to LA because I'll be ready in New yeah. York to do that. And so that mm. part of me just still thinks that that's what it's going to be. But like, I have no fucking idea. I was talked about on my most recent podcast about the fact that my podcast has been around for a year, which means I've been sitting in a fucking, the same position I've been in for an entire year. Like nothing has changed at all. So yeah. it's really hard to fucking tell, well, but I'm trying to get to New York as soon as it, as soon as it becomes a up. thing again. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. For sure. Well, cool. I hope it happens for you. Um, Thank you. New York City is a lot of fun. Um, I would be nervous to make that move, to be honest with you. So I am, if you do it, good for you. Yeah, I am yeah. nervous. But the thing about New York is that like, I have this weird, this weird calming feeling in the city where it's like, it feels uh, yes. like the like the outside matches the inside of my head and so yes. i'm like everyone's just fucking i don't know what they're doing yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. maybe they do i don't know no no i went for a concert and then in that same year i went back like three times in that summer gotcha. i really just had a grand old new york summer cool. i could not get enough of it and that's hell yeah why i want to move <laughs> hell yeah well i'm gonna keep working hard and you're gonna keep working hard and then one day i'm gonna have a show in new york and you're gonna open up for me and it's gonna be amazing hell i'm yeah. gonna put that into the universe how about that hell yeah cool. and one day i'm gonna live in new york and then you guys are gonna be like oh my god can i come sleep on your couch and i'll be like absolutely so yes. <laughs> yes i'll be like i cannot pay you but i will bring my ramen <laughs> i will be in ohio somewhere because the tire fell off my car i don't know <laughs> i'll run out of gas i'll run out of gas because i'm still working at a grocery She's store waiting for triple a triple a okay it's like oh you rich rich i'll still be like the covid covid officer at the the grocery store telling people can you pull your mask up over your nose like that'll that'll be me well <laughs> if you keep saying it and keep manifesting it then yes I it will be not you to manifest more covid sorry. so uh <laughs> <laughs> ellen's gonna be a road dog and she's not gonna get a fucking flat tire and if she does it doesn't matter you're gonna know how to fucking change it in the rain or in the snow Without that? any tools. Without any tools, just with just magic. Just your hands. Give it a try. Just, just your hands. I'll call a man. He'll be just right. with your nipples. 
<laughs> hey, a lot of women are becoming mechanics these days. You just too. stick your nipple ring into the fucking yeah. <laughs> like a fucking Ow. Phillips head screwdriver. <laughs> Ow, that just made my nipples hurt so bad. Dude, uh, and yes, they are all the way down here. So fuck you. I, uh, I'm like, they might have never touched each other in their lives. What my, do you mean? My what? boob skin right here on the inside yeah. is never. It's never really like touched each other. Get a bra. There's not enough fat on my. Um, I have my my breast size is a 32 double A. I bought That's a, a training. I bought a training bra. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bra. Batteries. It's a battery. Yeah. <laughs> I brought a. I bought a training bra from fucking Meyer to wear underneath my work clothes, and it has it gaps on me. Jesus Christ. Like I have friend. incredibly small incredibly small boobies. Okay. So uh <laughs> I'm gonna keep working hard and I'm gonna become a headliner and I'm gonna buy you some fucking tits and then you're gonna open up for See, me. The thing How about is, that? Is that I'm like I'm like I'm thinking about it, I'm like I could probably get tits if I wanted to, right? But like this only gets funnier the older I get. It's true. So it's like do yeah. I hold out on being hot in my twenties for the bit later? You are hot. But yeah, like being like hot, you know, like like Oh no, my shirt has um, come undone. You can enjoy walking up and down stairs <laughs> and, no and not upset. being in pain. You're fine. <laughs> that no is point. true. Right. My boobs aren't in pain, but I listen. I do got fucked. Do you see how hunched over so I am? Really Holy shit, dude! Oh my god, yeah. it's like off camera, but that was crazy. Okay. Whoa. That's just a yoga pose. <laughs> Damn, I can't oh. do that shit. Oh my god! Oh no! I'm kind of disgusting, out. and my feet Beyond also don't smell good. great. My bad. You're good. I used to put my feet in my pockets on the bus. I used to flip my legs backwards <laughs> and stick my toes into my pockets. Okay. Well, if you ever wondered why you're molested, that's why. Oh no, that gets you front first in line at Larry Nassar's <laughs> office. You do that, yes. and he's like, "Get in here, girl." Yeah. Well, nice to know you can take a dick. All right. <gasps> Thanks for being here, my friend. <laughs> I love you. You are amazing. You're very, very funny. I can't wait to see what you do in these next couple years in your comedy career. And I really do hope that I want. I see you in New York. Yeah. Yeah. I hope yeah. I see you in New York. If yeah. I move to New York and then the, no one from Michigan comes to visit me, I'm gonna be like, you fake fucks. No, I'm just saying I see you there. Like I envision oh, you I there as a fu- you fucking idiot. I envision Elena Banfield in New York City, just Thank just you. living the life and uh, with your middle part and your your scalp pimple and your no titty having ass. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. All right, uh, we have been each other's mothers. I am Johanna Madranda. This is our guest, Elena Banfield, and that is Ellen. Thank you so much, you guys. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Wow. <laughs>